This is the Rich Eisen Show. No! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Touchdown Tampa Bay! Scotty Scooterbeller and Brady puts it right on the spot. Throw in middle slant, cut, Cooper walks it in. The Rich Eisen Show. This is it, bro. Here we go. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Coming up from the new Showtime drama American Rust, actor Jeff Daniels. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. I mean, you wake up one day and it's NFL kickoff day and you think to yourself, you know what? I had no idea that I would whittle down my choices for my fantasy football team (laughs) name to eight on the same day that the Washington football team whittles down its choices for uh, their team name to either changed or kept down to eight choices. We had Paul Rudd call in from... England from London stepping off the set of Ant-Man to to take part in our in our uh, our annual uh, request of his time to help us choose our, our team name. Maybe he should call the Washington football team right now. I think it would be um, derelict of because, duty because for the Dan Washington Snyder football team too. came up yeah, with a final yeah. round of eight. Although uh, I'm wondering if Paul could be counted on that because Paul chose one for us out of the final eight. And um, we were a little disappointed. We wanted him to choose the other one, right? Would you say? I, I think he we chose, wanted Glenn Watsernuts. He chose yeah. walking ibuprofen over Glenn Watsernuts, which is a <laughs> reference to, from a, 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 a caller <laughs> forgetting what Glenn Close's last name was. I don't, I don't know why the great actress Glenn Close was at all part of our conversation at the time. That's no the idea. problem with just jotting these down without putting in the context. Um, we're, we're a well-rounded show, Rich. We uh, talked about I, a lot of things. I, I thanked Paul for his time because, again, I mean, he's only deep in the Marvel universe. And those aren't just like, you know, hey, can you just come for 15 minutes, shoot your scene, and go home? That's like, you know, that's an all-day situation. That's a big deal. Uh, so I thanked him for his time, and he wrote, you got it. Probably should have gone with Glenn Watsernuts. Whoa! <laughs> is it too late to switch? It's never too late. Uh, what if we throw it's... up a poll and let the people Yeah, decide? I think well, the I, people should decide. I mean... Because Paul touched on both of them. Cause, and speaking of touching, though, it's kind of like chess. When you, if you... Your hand had, off did, is, did Paul Rudd in hanging up the phone essentially take his finger off the chess piece? Like, it's not an official move. Although I never saw that in the Queen's Gambit. But, you know... Uh, it's not an official Bobby move, Fisher movie. right? Until searching yeah, I didn't see Bobby searching for Bobby yeah, yeah, Fisher. Yeah, like it's not an official like, move. Oh, I haven't taken my finger off the off the bishop, <laughs> which is what we would say to each other as kids, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. we played chess. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not done. 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 Well, we move back. Him hanging up the phone. I mean, it's really our. I mean, you world, guys have. Seems like he has last. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Seems well, like Paul had buyer's remorse but there, we, Rich. We made so, a tradition. He's had buyer's remorse. Should I write that back? I mean, if you guys didn't want maybe. to. Maybe. I mean, he came back remorse. and said, it seems to me like he thought and about it. it's one of those emojis of him. It, it, I don't understand emojis. Because they all have meaning, correct? They mean which, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Do. What, what was the emoji? Because, by the way, Eric Dickerson used an emoji back at me. Well, I saw he, that. I don't know what that emoji means. Because I said on yesterday's show when Derrick Henry was running, going right. to run, going to break his record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you know, emoji did he send you? I don't know. It kind of, um. it, it, it was, he, he wrote back, because I said that Eric Dickerson's going to have to prepare his, yes. you know, he asterisk speech. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like actually, that there's an asterisk on his record. 
because he, he had an it, extra it's game. Not, it's not the hmm that he used, but he kind of used like the side eye. Yeah, the like, side eye right, situation. We'll he goes, LOL, LOL, you're a funny guy, Rich. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll you know see. what? And I responded, I responded with the, uh, the Goodfellas gif of like, funny how. I'd have to name. see this one, though. I had a writing name for you guys, and you, you know, it was Which one? Two Pump Chumps. Well, that's your your We're making jumps. fun of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, I mean, you could do no, that. No, we'll kid. just make fun of you. Well, there with are that two stuff. of them. And two pumps. Okay. No, buyer's remorse. Or nuts oh. should be the winner. Do you have buyer's remorse? I'm sending him right now. Oh, we can, I think you put a poll up. We can act like you never took your finger off the chess piece, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what he says. If he gives a go ahead, I think we do it, right? I'm, I'm going to put up a poll and just see what the. Well, I mean, don't like. come on. A poll is going to go with somebody I mean, called. Yeah, of course, yeah. you should name your team Glenn Watsonuts, yeah. especially since my children are going to say, "Dad, how's Glenn Watsonuts doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Dad, did Glenn What's Her Nuts win? I just want to see that avatar. <laughs> Is it her holding the bunny? Has to be. It's got to be. Got to like, be. Right? The avatar is perfect. Be, right? Oh, no, she's, she's down on the floor, like, flipping the light switch. Like, she's in a bad state. Right? You got a ton of them out there. It's funny that we used that movie, because I think that's what it was, right? I thought the caller, it was mm-hmm. Michael Douglas, after, and he goes... Yeah, it's that movie with uh, Glenn What's Her Nuts. The guy, the course. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, right. I DJ? honestly okay. don't remember. All right, but I've I sent that text. Oh, I put up a poll. Let's just see what people say. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike in Washington D.C. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Mike? Line two, Mike. Line two. Good afternoon, Rich. TJ, Del Tufo Brockman. What up? Hey. Uh, what up? What up? To talk a little bit about the uh, Washington football team name. Yes, sir. Um, the eight that are up there, if I had to pick one out of those eight, mm-hmm. I'm definitely sticking with the Washington football team. Yeah, I, I... I think those other names are a bit uh, childish. Uh, the fan favorite around here are the Red Wolves. Um, <laughs> that sounds like something I could have come up with in the fourth grade or something. <laughs> Um, my favorite that they took off the list were the Red Tails. I thought with the military presence in the area, um, uh, the Red Tails would have really taken off, uh, but that fell off the list there. Um, and that's all I got for you on that. All right. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'd stick with the Washington football team. I kind of yeah. dig it. I like Red Tails, too, though. Red Tails is good. But it's not on the list. But it's not on the list. list. Yeah. It's not on the list. You should call up the Snyders. I'll get you their number. Yep. <laughs> you want and, me to do And suggest the write-in candidate of two pump chumps. <laughs> the Washington. But call 11 pump chumps. The Washington pump chumps. The Washington pump chumps. <laughs> the, t- the WPC. Rich, I'll do it. You know I'll the do WPC. it. I have no problem with doing it. <laughs> Just call him Mr. Snyder, okay? Just for me. You know, I got shoot out of football with Dan Snyder before. I have no idea how much of the new place he paid for. I think they were all in for a 30 seconds. Yeah, I was saying he's in, for, I mean, he's in for one. He's, he's, in, he's yeah. in for 132, he's and that's got to be a lot. I can't tell you how beautiful in the studio is. We can talk boats together. He's a yeah. Boat. Yeah. <laughs> My good luck with that. Okay, um, more predicting. Let's do it. Jeff Daniels, by the way, is going to join us on this program. Uh, I love this guy. Uh, mm. Celebrity True or False with him is going to be something you need to see. Yeah. Lot, oh yeah, a lot of dumb and dumber in it. A <laughs> lot of dumb and dumber. A little speed, so little touch of speed, a little touch of speed. Because remember, he's in speed. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Speed. speed, yeah. Speed. Which, by the way, Spoiler. we live we live every day here. The 105 right freeway, here. right yeah. from here, we That's get on the speed in. freeway. The speed was shot wasn't on the connected. 105. It wasn't, it wasn't connected. Connected. Yet. connected yet. It wasn't nope. finished yet. The first ever vehicle on the 105 was the that, speed bus. Was it? Yep. Driven, and LAX, dri- they drove around the airport for the honestly. For like, 
the first person who was, you know, behind the wheel here was uh, Sandra Bullock <laughs> on the 105, right? And you're like her, uh, Mike, where you don't go below 60 on the 105. No, no. Uh, please. Otherwise, you're... you're, you're uh, your your Range Rover would combust. <laughs> That's one of the cooler things. I'll be randomly watching a, a, a show, especially from the eighties, nineties, yes. whatever, and like they'll be on this freeway, and you're like, "Wait a minute, this looks Wait. familiar to me." Yeah. This is pretty, this, it's pretty cool, right? Um, so, at any rate, let's uh, let's get into it. Um, let's predict some. Um, you guys are going to throw your Super Bowl predictions in here as well, or that's going to be... Are we doing division? Yeah, I got do my... that out the door? You want to do that out the door? That's fine. Yeah. Uh, unless they're included in this. I, included. I asked you, I said, hey, guys, let's do MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year. Let's do those predict. I need some music right here. Are we oh, doing division? Oh, we're doing that. Not I thought we're doing, doing division. division. We're going to do that division. We'll do that going out the door. Oh, okay. Division going something. out the yeah. door. Yeah. I mean, it's about well, the... Rich, shouldn't this be going out the door? This is the, the bigger awards. Excuse me. Going out the door is the division because we're going to end talking about your team and the Buccaneers hey, going sit out back the door. And shut up, then. Hey, oh, hey, I'm hey. cultivating this caper. Okay, hey, this is my, my Lufthansa house. Yeah. Uh, although my door's always open. I want my picks okay. now. All right, here we go. My MVP choice is a repeat choice from two years ago. Or three years ago now. It's been three years, and it's time. And I, it, this is how good he is. We've already, it's time. It's time. We, it's time. It, it, it's, this is how good he is. Patrick Mahomes has already reached. We can't make him MVP status again. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. He is the most valuable player in the NFL. He is stupendous, and I think he's going to have 50 touchdowns again. I think he's going to go off the charts again. And I think he's your MVP. He's got the weaponry to do it. He's going to have the record to do it. He's got the coach to set him up for to do it. He's Patrick friggin' Mahomes. My offensive rookie of the year is Najee Harris in Pittsburgh. He's going to get the reps. He's going to get the opportunity, and I think he's going to prove to be valuable for that team. Comeback player of the year, I think, is simple. I think we're going to have a lot of repeats on this one. Yeah. Dak Prescott, all he's got to do is show up and do 75% of what he did in the first four weeks of mm-hmm. last season, and he's the comeback player of the year. Yeah. And I think Dallas will have the record to support it. And my coach of the year is because I think this team is going to have a terrific season. Usually you go with a first-year head coach, like Stefanski last year, turning things around, showing the way for a team that needs a culture change, and the usual things that befall that franchise suddenly don't, and everybody plays with a certain zeal, and everybody's in the right direction. I'm choosing Brandon Staley of your Los Angeles Chargers to be coach of the year in 2021. What say you, Christopher? I like that, actually. Uh, I'm with you on the comeback player of the year, Rich. I was looking and just searching for another player. because Oh, I, Dell could be that? I didn't want us all to take Dak Prescott, but, yeah, I'm going with Dak Prescott uh, okay. for comeback player of the year. The other three, I'm different than you. MVP, let's be honest, it's Tom friggin' Brady. Whoa. He's going to have 14-3 and three this year. He's going to throw for 45 touchdowns, and they're going to win the Super Bowl again. This guy's going to win his fourth MVP, his first since 2017. Dude, you're just so Tom Brady's the man. Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going with Mac Jones. You want to know why? Because he's Tom Brady 2.0. And the Patriots are going to go 12-5 and and make the playoffs. And Mac Jones is going to be awesome. And, and Coach of the Year, I'm going to please my better half. And I actually believe this. I think the Falcons are making the playoffs. And I think Arthur Smith is going to be awesome. And the Falcons are going to surprise a lot of people. They might win 10 or 11 games. So I like Tom Brady. Falcons win 10 or 11. Arthur I like Smith Mac Jones. Co- uh, and I like Arthur Smith. Falcons make the playoffs, win 11 games. Arthur Smith is coached. I think so. 
I think so. And I think I they're going to be great. My favorite thing, before we get to TJ, who's got, I think, some sort of presentation set up over there. Oh, God. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a blank. He's got like an Afghan on top of something over there. All right. So you with Mac Jones, I still I don't know if you're really believing it or you're playing your role. You think you're playing your role here on this show of, of Patriot Honk slash Patriot Heel. You know, I don't know if or if you really do believe the guy that you were so disappointed to have drafted because they already had Cam and there were so many other holes to fill Mm -hmm. that you have now done a complete 180. Complete 180. You can't even call it 180. It's like it's like a, a... let me do it. You've done a 540. You've come all the way around and back the other way again. Yeah, 360 twice. Okay, like you're, you're spinning yeah. out of control. Right, huh? Yeah. Tasmanian Brockman. That's and boy, Rich. I, 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 that's I, my boy. I, I, I love it, and I can't wait for you to keep <laughs> going in that direction. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, TJ, you have the floor. You what look lean in that picture, Brockman. It's nice, by the way. All right, so, uh, you know, here's my picks. We just want to pop them up, and I'll go through them. Sure. Uh, MVP. I'm going to jump on that Josh Allen bandwagon. Okay. Um, I love these picks, by the way. I love rookie them. of the year. You gave us offensive, and I picked Kyle Pitts just because if Kyle Pitts is everything that we were told he was before the draft, then Kyle Pitts should ball out. So I picked him. I also put defensive rookie of the year, and I think you could take a guess who I picked. He's not pictured, but that's Mr. Micah Parsons. Parsons. I think he is going to be <laughs> dominant this year. Uh, coach of the year. A lot of people are down on the Saints, Chris Brockman being one of them. If Sean Payton I love it. can get I love this Jameis choice. Winston to just, you know, dude, take away some of those picks, I think the Saints will be rolling. And I it's think not that's just a good that team. too, TJ. This is an excellent choice because, like I said, normally you're choosing somebody who's just new in the league mm-hmm. and turns a team around. And But to go with a guy as tenured as Sean Payton, that if he can win, let's just say they win the division mm-hmm. with Jameis. Because they beat Tampa twice. So what it would be, it would be a new quarterback mm-hmm. that nobody believes no in. No one believes in. It would be through injuries because Mike Thomas is out and who heck knows what else. And then this first month of the season, what they're doing right now, practicing outside of the state of yeah. Louisiana, yeah. starting the season in Jacksonville for a home game. This is set up, man. That's not. That's a, a really. Good pick. I'm. I'm. Good I'm pick. with you on that. And one. I'm glad you said that a lot better than I was going to say it. No, so thank I, you I for that. Works. Like, but yeah, they're they're away from home. They've got to deal with no, all of that. I, so makes sense. If if the Saints can come marching in, you got to. That's a sneaky good Sean choice Payton right a little there. Pat on the back. And what else did we have? Yeah, your comeback. Comeback player of the year. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, Look, yeah, we you are. could go with Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, you could go with Saquon Barkley. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Dallas homer. What do you want? I'm I'm, I'm going with no, Dak I think Prescott. It's Dak. I think I'm it's actually obvious. surprised that all of your picks weren't Dak Prescott. Like he was well, somehow going to win Coach of the Year <laughs> yes. and Rookie of the Year. I actually was just ready True. for all of that. On the, what's under what's on under, the brown paper bag that I left at home? Yeah. It was just like Dak, Dak, Zeke, what's Dak, under, Mike McCarthy. Is that for, your, all right, so now we're getting the Super Bowl pick, right? Yeah, we're, are we not, out the yeah, door. Yeah. Out, out, out the door. Okay, well then, then this will just we'll just we'll leave that there. We'll leave that there. What do you got? All right, mine. If they put it up, I'll. Yep. 
Okay. Mike Del Tufo forgot what it was. He was going to check before the show. I got him. I did. Let's give Mike a visual aid. Oh, Mahomes, he's got a little bit of everything. He's got a little bit of everything. And I like I like Mahomes to do it again. He likes he likes the same MVP as me, the same offensive rookie of the year as Chris. The same comeback player of the year as everyone else, and your coach of the year is Sean McVay. And the reason why Stafford's going to—he's going to be amazing, and I think the Rams are going to win the West. I like that, and I think the Rams are going to do okay, well. Very good, boy, Mike. Well, well done. Well done. I'll be All honest right, with just, you. When yeah. I first sent that in this morning, I yeah. wrote it out right before I hit send. I had Matt Stafford as my MVP, and I just—I was like, I don't know how fetched. confident I feel about this, so I changed it to Josh Allen. I wa- i really wanted to That's, say Matt Stafford. I'm not going to lie to you. Mate. That's not far. That's fetched. the same. We, but hey, I'm going with Josh Allen. We've already heard Paul Rudd wanted to uh, go I with Glenn Watsonuts. Glenn Watsonuts. He hasn't not responded yet. <laughs> he's deep. He's deep in Ant Manning. He's, he's battling Thanos like Glenn, right now. Rich. Glenn what's or not? Uh, I don't know what this means. Is that sixty nine percent? Oh, Rich, Stop you guys, guys <laughs> go nice. and search the avatars now. Change the name. It's in. The voters have. They've made hey, the decision. Hey, hey, hey. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The actor Jeff Daniels. This is going to be a great conversation. Two time Emmy Award winner. He will join us to talk about his new show, American Rust: The Lions. And also, Dumb and Dumber, Speed, and more. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, uh, we were talking about the Washington football team asking for help or letting everybody know there's eight names left. By the way, smart move on their part. Yeah, Draw it out. Because it's just going to come down to what, you know. Whatever Dan Snyder wants. Well, probably it's going to be a family effort, I think. I'm sure. You know, eventually it'll come down to it, I assume. 
Oh, we like Washington football team. I do like too. It. I, I mean, do too. I, I, like I, like commanders. W- I like WFT. Yeah. Right? Commanders is my second. What is it? The cap- what is the captain? Commanders. commanders, don't commanders got- it's- something like that? Commanders. Know. Commanders. Um, do we have what? Here we go. I got this from a fan. We got the at Rich Eisen Show. Got this from a fan in the commercial break. Uh, pop it up there, Hoskins, if you can. Uh, from Mike Wiz- oh Wiznant. <laughs> Help me pound the table for the Washington Red Foxes. <laughs> I mean, that is fantastic. It's missing an X. They walk out to San Francisco. He's missing an X. He's spelling it like an animal. But They walk out with I did tell you I once saw Red Fox. Red Fox. Yes. Stand up or just out? No, in, I was wearing a Rick in, Fox t-shirt one day and Rich randomly... In Las Vegas, Nevada. Insane. The first ever Great. Vegas act I ever saw was at the, um, I think it was the the Shalimar Hotel or something like that. Was that a casino? I don't remember. I it was. It's been blown up. Where, whatever's, yeah. <laughs> where, whatever the Luxor is on top of now oh, right, or, okay. or, or the Mandalay Bay, right around there so is where it south, was. South, whatever south. used to be there. South I forget Street. what is it. Yeah. Whatever. Um... I saw Red Fox there and Slappy White opened for him. <laughs> and it was some of the most fun Slappy. I have ever oh, had Fox. watching stand-up comedy in my entire life. And there was a, uh, uh, a musician strike. And um, I watched Red Fox and Slappy White make trombone noises with their, their lips and mouth and whatever to provide the music for uh, uh, a tap dance team. <laughs> like, like, that's what they would do, yeah. <laughs> Human beatbox. And I, I was just so stunned at just how filthy dirty Red Fox was. <laughs> the language was. Oh, yeah. My father loved Red Fox. Like, oh, yeah. He, we would, he'd be like, you can't get well, out I of mean, room. he did his old stand-up comedy act that I had no idea was the name of an album that you got to wash your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a whole... True. And the number of times that I want to do that or wanted to as my kids were potty training that I oh wanted God. to use the language from that because it is very straight simple. You wash know, like, <laughs> I said those words. I know you like it when I say that. I I'm peacock it. right now, and I apologize yeah. to my peacock family and friends. Rich Eisen, one day you're going to heed my 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 warning, Which and is we're going to go Eisen after dark, and we're going to be able to say all those things yes. that make me smile. I still have time left uh, in my career before I go in that direction. That'll be great. And my first guest will be Glenn What's or Not. Of course. We're back on the Rich Eisen show. Skins left in our ear in the back. Skins left. <laughs> oh, we have to name our. I'm sorry to our we radio audience. Our we radio audience switch. is like, what's happening? What's and happening? We got to switch. We got to. I mean, walking ibuprofen is awesome, but it's Glenn, not Glenn, Glenn Watts or not. Got to do it. All right, let's just. I mean, we'll see if Rudd texts back between the. All right, I'm looking up Glenn Close avatar. Oh, they're going to be great. I mean, you're going to a million of them. This is fantastic. It's got to be the bunny. Oh boy. Um, okay, I did this Zoom um, last week with my next guest who's uh, uh, just dynamite, just a great, fun conversation. She just seems like a normal dude who's just a very, very, very talented man, the actor Jeff Daniels, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Welcome to The Rich Eisen Show, one of my favorite actors, and I'm not just saying that because he's kind enough to zoom in in support of his show, American Rust, that premieres on Sunday, September 12th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Showtime, the Emmy Award winner, Jeff Daniels, here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you, sir? I'm good. You? I'm doing very well. I'm sure because this is a radio audience as well. I need to describe what I'm seeing. There seems to be a lot of uh, string um, 
guitars behind you right there. What what am I seeing behind you? Where where are you zooming in from, Jeff? What is this? Some actors prefer prefer cocaine. I I went with acoustic guitars, and uh, it's it's uh, it's it's I've got too many of them. I I got a lot of Martins, decade you know twenties, thirties, forties, and and I just I love them. I play, and so that's been my kind of fetish, if you will. So there they are, right behind me. That's they. Uh, can I? Is this like? Can we have some sort of contest? Like, guess how many jelly beans are in the jar? I mean, uh, it, it 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 strikes me as uh, would that be about twenty five string instruments behind you, Jeff? What would it? What I bet I you say? can see. Yes, and there are other places where a few more. I probably by the end of it have like thirty thirty five. My son is a musician and has a band, and so he's got a few and. So we have this kind of home recording studio where we store everything and and uh, work out of, and it's uh, it's great. They're like old friends that you've had for years, and you just hang them on the wall, and and then when you're gone, hand them to your kid. So uh, this being, uh, I guess, the fodder of uh, a show in which there's a lot of sports talk and pop culture talk, I'll I'll kind of put this in in the phraseology of of a show like this one. Your greatest guitar player of all time what would your mount rushmore be if i had to put you put the four up there jeff daniels oh well there's there's electric and uh, i i really love joe bonamassa a lot and yet just for the the i just i just love joe uh there are people like buddy guy Mm -hmm. then you get into the acoustic players like stefan grossman and John Fahey and uh, John Renborn, Stefan and John Renborn would do albums together. I remember hearing those in the 70s. Doc Watson was somebody I heard and said, how does he do what he does? And tried to emulate some of that flat picking that he does. Those are just a few. There's a new guy named Kerry Morin out of Colorado. Okay. Native American guy, just, just, just great. Can sit on a stage with an acoustic guitar and that's all he needs. You're- Kelly Joe Phelps. You're going you know, deep track on me here, Jeff. I'm, it, I'm, I'm telling you, it's the acoustic guys that can sit there with just that acoustic and you're transfixed for 100 minutes. That's hard to do, and I've uh, been fortunate to see these guys live. Kev Moe is another one, you know. Will Kimbrough is another one. So, yeah. Jeff Daniels here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so um, what's the adjective you use to describe the Detroit Lions season coming up and how uh, you view it, Jeff Daniels. What do you got for me on that? Blind faith. Once again, (laughs) once again, I know Jared Goff had some trouble in LA. I'd like to think it was a a bad marriage with the coach, Sean McVay, but the year before he was in the Super Bowl. It's true. He was, he somehow got him to the Super Bowl and maybe Different playbook, different coaching staff. You gotta go in with that. It's 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 who which Jared Goff are we gonna get? And and I, I you know I know Sheila Hamp Ford. I I, I know her well. Uh, Sheila mm-hmm. Ford Hamp, and uh, um, she's all business. Th- this is um, she went in there and started you know throwing people out the window, and uh, <laughs> it was. I loved it. And um, this is, she's, it may take her more than a season, you know, to get respectable, but I, you know, we could go one and we could go, um, what is it? 17 games. We could go two and 15 or we could go 500 or we could get in the playoffs. I it's, it's, 
we just don't know. And it's, so that's, I, you know, I wish Stafford the best in L.A. Right. You know, maybe he's got a, a team that's closer to the playoffs out there than, than in Detroit. But I thought it was a wonderful parting of the ways. You know, Stafford, I think, went to Sheila and company and just said, you know, mutually beneficial, feel free to trade me, you know, and feel free to move me and preferably to a contender, which he would have had to approve. So I, I, I think that was handled really well. And um, I, we've got a lot of running backs. We, you know, I mean, you know more about football than no, I do. Sure. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm I wonder what you think of the coach. Did you hear Dan Campbell's opening press conference when he talked about biting off kneecaps I and did, things like yes. that? What do you think of yeah. Jeff Daniels? What do you think of well, that? Well, he's either he's either again blind faith, certainly. certainly. So when you certainly. lead off with biting of kneecaps, um, you got to think. Well, he's either a genius who can motivate players, being an ex-player, and he's speaking their language, or he's a complete idiot. I, I don't. I I'm I'm I am hopeful. Uh, I love the. Uh, it's such a change. It's he's he's sticking his chin out onto the field just like the players. So I'm hoping that and he's got some real good people around him. Brad Holmes, I really like you know the whole scouting history. I think that Brad has. Uh, he knows talent. I just like the mix. And if and if if biting kneecaps speaks to the players and get them get some motivated, bite some more. You know. I had him on the show uh, a couple months ago and he had a good sense of humor about it, talking about the, uh, you know, I brought up the rare Hannibal Lecter way of motivating your team. It's sure. very, very rare that you bring in the like, silence of the lambs, you know, to, uh, to a situation like that, but we'll see how it all works out. I, I think Dan was just talking about eating kneecaps. I think that's all. <laughs> it, I don't think there was a movie reference in there at all. I think it was just, just uh, let's go, you know, let's go cannibalism on him. I don't know. He would, but whatever it was, I hope it works. And if it works and if we're in the playoffs, he's a genius. Keep biting. I know. Uh, Jeff Daniels here uh, on the Rich Eisen show, American Rust. Um, you get to choose uh, uh, what you want to do. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure this must have uh, intrigued you, um, Maura Tierney and Bill Camp and an excellent cast, including you, um, in this drama, which you're playing a um, a town chief of police in the Rust Belt in Pennsylvania. What attracted you to this role, Jeff? Uh, I drove by Heinz Field every day on the way to work, so there was that, uh, the Steelers' <laughs> home, um, and went to a Pirates game. That was great. Okay. Uh, I love Pittsburgh and um, I know these people. I grew up in Michigan. I, I, I am working class. I worked at my dad's lumber company. It really is about those people in the corner of the country who much like in Detroit, when the car companies left, a lot of factories went to Mexico and China. Same thing happened in Pittsburgh in the eighties with the steel industry. And these people got left behind and they're good people. And they're decent people, and they just want a break, one break. And they're staring at the bottom, and they end up doing bad things in order to survive. And those people are out there. And as as entertainment goes, I love the storytelling. It's unpredictable. You don't know. You can stop every episode and go, what happens next, and you'll be wrong. 
And it just builds and builds and builds. And we got really good people on this. You know, it's it's not much different than what the Lions are doing or any NFL team where you bring in the front office staff and the coaching staff. You get really good people who have a, a history of succeeding at what they do. And you get them on your project like American Rust and then you get out of their way and you let them go. And that's kind of how this went. It's it's I think it's really strong. And if people are looking for that drama where you don't know what happens next, this is it. And again, it starts uh, Sunday, September 12th on Showtime at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, In the minutes I have remaining with you, Jeff Daniels, uh, there's a a game we like to play with uh, our celebrity guests called Celebrity True or False, where you set the record straight on some of the things that wind up on Wikipedia and some of the other uh, spaces of the internet. So if you wouldn't mind playing along, I have a few uh, items for you to set the record straight on. If you don't mind, Jeff Daniels. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you when you say that. Celebrity true or false. You can't handle the truth. First item up for bids is that um, you were up for the role of Joey Gladstone in Full House that went to Dave Coulier. Is that true or false? False. That is false. See, yeah. th- there's, no, there's not even a germ of truth to something like that. Not even a germ. And Dave Coulier, I, I, he's back in Detroit. He's got a house in Detroit now. I, he's, we're, we're good friends, and okay. we can pass for not only brothers, but twins. Okay. okay. Speaking of passing for brothers, uh, the movie Dumb and Dumber the studio did not want you for it, but Jim Carrey did. So they lowballed you an offer thinking you would say no, but you took it. Is that true or false? True. What did you like about that movie? What you Jim. made you, Jim? Jim Carrey. He had Ace Ventura had been out, mm-hmm. big hit, and he had shot Mask. And it hadn't been released yet when we started shooting. So I, I wanted to, I wanted to go into comedy. I've been doing drama, and I was, it was kind, of, I was kind of spinning my wheels, and, and so I, I said, let me do. The, I, I went up to L.A. and chased some jobs, and Dumb and Dumber is one of them. Auditioned, went back for a callback, read with Jim, and Jim and the Farrelly brothers wanted me, and the studio wanted, you know, a comedian basically, and so mm-hmm. they gave me the first week to shoot. And where we shot a lot of my stuff, the snowball on the head, the tongue on the pole, the skis inside the ski lodge, you know, you know, Harry Dunn scenes. And uh, they cut them together on the end of the first week and they liked what they saw and I got to stay. And is it true that your your representation thought you were nuts for wanting to do that as well? That's another. Yeah, aspect they, that- they, they thought it was a huge mistake and we're not we're going to start. It was an intervention the night before I was supposed to fly out to L.A. to do Dumb and Dumber. Uh, we're we're going to stop this. Uh, this is not who you are. Uh, you're a serious actor, and this will ruin your career. And I I, I hate to tell you, Jeff, but um, he's going to act you off the screen. So I, you know, uh, I said, well, one, thanks for the support. Two, um, he's not in the he's not in the snowball in the head scene. He's not on the tongue in the pole scene, and he's not in the toilet scene. So those are all mine. So unless they cut those out of the movie. I'm going to score. And then the next trick was was to let Jim lead. You know Jim is going to be Jim, and you want Jim to be Jim. You want all of that. So don't compete with that. Be the puppy on the leash. Let him jerk the leash. And that put me on a half-second delay, which allowed me to play an IQ of eight. (laughs) Because Jim, as Lloyd, he would go, Harry. And I'd go, what? 
You know, it's just like you're on a half second because you're just, you know, your brain doesn't work that fast when he calls your name. So uh, that then we were in. We were gold. And uh, and Jim's a friend to this day. I love the guy. So to this day, to this very day, Jim Carrey's a friend of yours. I love that. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, last couple of weeks I've been in communication. Yeah, that's that's great. All right. I've got a couple more for you here. Um, You did not think speed would be successful during filming. But once you saw the final cut, you were you were in on on speed thinking that this was going to work out that film speed uh uh, uh you know yeah yes probably true yes okay true. what yeah. was Den- what was Den? i mean shoot you we we all know about terms of endearment with with nicholson what was dennis hopper like were you around him we were in many scenes with uh, he him was or- great he was very nice uh picking up a check uh <laughs> as, as i was and and I mean, it's Keanu and a Sandra Bullock and a bus and you're back at headquarters going, what's going on? You know, that, you know, it's not, this is not a career move. This is, I need a job move. And the first, the, the script, they, and I, it was, I need a job. And they said, well, there's this movie called Speed. And they sent me the script and I died on page 22 in the elevator shaft. I didn't even get out of the elevator shaft. And I said, look, the career's in trouble, but it's not in that much trouble. Pass. And they go, whoa, 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 hang on. There's a new draft coming and you die later. So that's, yeah, okay, page 88. And then, you know, I go into the house and the house blows up. Well, right outside our studio is the 105 freeway. And I think about speed every single time I leave the Rich oh Eisen Show studio because yeah. they that shut was, down the freeway. That, that wasn't even open yet, right? The bus. Wasn't that freeway? That wasn't. I don't even think that freeway was open yet. That was the first ever usage of the 105 freeway. That's probably true. It was probably just before it opened, and you know, it was empty, and we, got, Keanu, got to drive the bus on it. Yeah. Last one for you. You were playing Keith Olbermann uh, as the role of. Will McAvoy um, in the great show um, Newsroom? Yes, true or false? No, you're an A. False. Keith thinks that. <laughs> Keith, Keith actually told me we were at Stephen Colbert's final show yeah. uh, on Comedy Central, and there's Keith Olbermann. And he comes up to me. He goes, "You're playing me, aren't you?" I said, "Keith, God bless you, but no, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe Sorkin used you. I don't know, but we never talked about it. He never said." by the way, you're doing Keith. I, no, it was never brought up. If anything, I did a couple of Brian Williams moves. Which Brian one? has a thing where he puts the elbow down and his other arm goes straight out. And he kind of leans. That was my one thing. And everything else was made up. It was news to me that, that Keith was so attached to it. I got to be honest with you. I've, I worked with Keith for, for many a moon back in my sports center days. You, you, it did seem on occasion like there were some KO moments on that front. But now that you mentioned the anchor lean of Brian Williams, I mean, that is like a geographic, perfect sort of right triangle that he creates with his body and the rest of his. Someone someone should paint it. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff Daniels. I really appreciate the time going down memory lane, talking about uh, American rust again, this Sunday, uh, Sunday, September 12th, 10 PM Eastern time on showtime. Good luck to the Honolulu blue, the old English D with the tigers looks to be, uh, on on a nice upward trend, actually, and best of luck on all of that. Thanks, Rich. Always a pleasure. Right back at you. That's Jeff Daniels right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How fun was that? Hi. Celebrity, true or false? Wow. An intervention. Do not take the job <laughs> of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's funny. And he's like, you'll be acted off the screen. Well, he's not in the bathrooms. He's not in the toilets. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay. So, here's what we've got left. 
What we've got left is we got to predict the NFC South, which I assume will be fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys have to give your Super Bowl predictions, right? Yep. 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 I want to take a couple phone calls and I want to leave with a thought about TB12. Because what we're going to see tonight is something we'll, we'll never see again. No. We'll never see this again. And that's how we're going to wrap up this kickoff edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are back right here on Peacock and this Rich Eisen Show radio station. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Congratulations, Bruce. Congratulations. Oh, man. It's, it's still, it's just sank in about halfway up the river holding the Lombardi trophy and a shed a tear and said, holy shit, we did this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Coach, it really is a remarkable run that your team went on, obviously, from week 12 all the way through to that podium. And, and it's interesting. See, it, it didn't happen until the boat parade where it actually sunk in to you, huh? Yeah. It really did. I mean, I was going, I mean, okay, we got to Lombardi, we're on the boat. Everybody's there, fans on both sides. And then we hit a certain spot. There was like fans hanging out of buildings and, and hotels and top rooftops. So I'm like, I got to Lombardi and I'm like, even with my bad shoulder, I got it over my head going, all right, we, we won the damn Super Bowl. Now, when on Super Sunday did you say first cross your mind, Bruce? You've been there, done that, obviously, so you know anything can can change where you thought, okay, this, this, I think this is going to happen tonight. When was that? 
for you? Not until Devin's interception at the end. I mean, you know, Patrick has come back so many times. He's such a great player. And uh, until we intercepted that ball, that there's just not enough time for them to get it back and uh, <laughs> get us. And uh, I put that hat on. And uh, all of a sudden, I got my first Gatorade bath. Uh, that actually hit me because the only other one I ever had was back at Temple, but I had brought a band suit, and I was not going to let them get me. I was quick back there. Rich. They couldn't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I just sat there, and, and, when, and when the Gatorade hit me, it was like, I've been waiting for this for like 30 years. When you were here, Bruce, uh, on the show, okay, and you were you were talking to me, I believe it was just after you left Arizona, and you said that you had retired as a family from coaching because you had mentioned that your wife was was kind of through with the ups and downs of coaching and maybe some of the health scares for you. And now I'm just wondering if you wouldn't mind just getting a little bit personal about what this sensation is for you now that you've won it all. You came back and you got that Yeah, trophy. I mean, we actually just got off a plane back here at the lake and, and to be home, uh, what she's been through for the last 50 years is, you know, our 50th wedding anniversary is June 12th. Mm. And hopefully COVID's over by then and we can have a party. But, uh, I mean, what she's been through, moving her 19 times and um, getting getting back here. Um, she's enjoyed this process this year as much as anybody. And I wouldn't have gotten back in coaching if she wasn't all in. And uh, she's been all in and Tampa's made it so, so special. Again, I cannot thank the Glazier family enough. Uh, for everything they've done for my family. Uh, it's Bruce Arians, and tonight the banner goes up, and he's telling all of his players that's not you. That's what he told us last week. The NFL season kicks off tonight, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time on NBC and Peacock with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys taking on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers tonight, 7 Eastern time. Check it all out on the NBC family of networks and streamers. Uh, Newton in Richmond, Virginia. Been a while since we talked to you. What's up, Newton? Uh, Rich. What's up? I, uh, I, you know, it's funny because you would think greater minds than mine would have come up with this. Yes. I, I got something I want to share about the Washington football team, but then I have a really quick favor to ask of you. Okay. Um, so they've got those great helmets from the '60s that had the spear on the side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they just be the Washington Warriors? And 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 remarket that with with saving all the money and and redoing that logo, they could make a boatload of money without spending a lot of money. But um, I need a favor from you. What's up? I need you to tell Linda Cohen that I have the biggest crush on her that any adult man can ever have on <laughs> oh. another person. All right, Newton, I will do that. <laughs> and uh, if you want, uh, just uh, give uh, Adam, our call screamer, your home address so she knows where to file. The restraining order. Thank you for calling. Come on. Newton. Is Newton, oh, Newton's gone. Huh? Oh, come on. Linda Cohen, everybody. Matt in Missouri will take your call. What's up, Matt? Yeah, Rich. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, thanks for coming. I've got a question. Yes, sir. Um, that's uh, regarding coaching hot seats. Um, it's not a whole lot that we've talked about here in the early part of the season, but. Um, think a lot about the ASC East, about how it's tough with uh, Matt, the rise of Mac Jones and Bill Belichick again. Yes, sir. Um, what is the chance that if Tua does not succeed this year and that Miami does not make the playoffs, is Brian Flores on the hot seat? No, no. I don't think so. I think Tua's on the hot seat. Yeah. 
And then uh, if Tua proves uh, his doubters correct and folks like me wrong this year with his play and he struggles and, you know, second-year quarterbacks like Justin Herbert look like he's looking and Burrow comes back from his knee uh, injury and looks like we're, you know, what we expect or hope that he looks like and Tua struggles with all of these offensive weapons that are so darn fast that there's got to be some sort of matchup uh, problem for the defense that Tua should uh, identify pre-snap, if not during the play, and he can't do it, and he's not accurate enough to deliver the ball, or he's mistake-prone, and he then then uh, all eyes will be on the police uh, or civil court blotter in uh, Houston. Thanks for the call. I mean, that's it. I mean, Miami will just because Houston's going to be looking for a, a spot to offload Deshaun Watson for a whole host of draft choices. So, and that's something to keep an eye on just to bring everything full circle as I, I, I talked about storylines for the entire season. Deshaun Watson, if his, if his, I, I honestly don't think things will be settled in time for a trade deadline trade, nor will Houston want to trade him trade deadline. So there's a whole half of a season for a team to take Deshaun Watson and win enough games where the draft picks they get, get worse. You just wait till somebody bottoms out, and then you know where the fixed draft position is, and then you make that trade with the, hopefully for them, extra time that Watson will utilize to his benefit to settle all matters. One last division to preview. Mike Del Tufo hit the music with the Buccaneers raising a banner tonight on NBC for all of the Tampa Bay fans to enjoy. It's the NFC South. And I say the Buccaneers repeat. The question is, is who's right behind them? I, I, tomorrow, I'm going to tell you who my sleeper teams are in both conferences for the 2021 season. I'm kind of leaning towards the Panthers as being one of my sleeper teams. But I just also can't look past the New Orleans Saints being who they are and Sean Payton being who he is. So I'm taking the Saints second oh, place, wow. Panthers third, and then I'll just take the Falcons fourth. And I understand that... You laid out a coach of the year path for Arthur Smith that is thoroughly believable, but uh, I'm just going to go. Bucks win it again. Saints finish second because I, I I just put my trust in Sean Payton, and they think that can't guard Michael come back and Jameis will be better than we think, and the Panthers might be right there all the way to the end. Um, and then there's your Falcons. That's the way I'm going with the NFC South. Christopher, what do you have? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bucks win the Super Bowl, so they're the first, obviously. I think Panthers make the playoffs. And I mean, sorry, Falcons make the playoffs. Wow. Arthur Smith, Such coach of the last year. Last place. I just, I know you're down. Uh, I like year two, Matt Rule. I like Sam Darnold. They got a lot of great offensive weapons. CMC is back. And I just, I think the Saints will be fun to watch. They're going to be a cool red zone team. I don't think that translates to a lot of wins. Jeez. Six and ten, something like six that. And six, 11. six and eleven. What do you have over there, TJ Jefferson? Four and three and two and one. When I'm on the mic, the suckers run. I'm gonna go with the Panthers <laughs> coming in in last place. I like what you said, Brockman. As I was listening to what you said, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a good point." But I got him coming in in fourth place. Uh, I got the Falcons at three. Rich, what we talked about with Sean Payton earlier. Yes, if that all comes together, and I, I think it can. I got the Saints at two and. I mean, it would be hard not to pick Tampa Bay. To Ditto win the with TJ. I mean, identical to TJ. Del Tufo's got the Bucks, yep. Saints, Falcons, Panthers, and Panthers, huh? Okay. Yeah, Panthers last place. I just don't see it. I think they're too talented. And Matt Rule, as you said, year two is is the way to go. This is a really good division. I know. Yeah. I think it's going to be really yeah, good, really good. Low key. We'll yeah. see. We'll talk about it with Dan Patrick tomorrow.
uh, on tomorrow's edition of the Rich Eisen Show. John Harbaugh of the Ravens will also be on our program. And uh, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O.C. Yeah, nice. QB, uh, QB1 of uh, Jerry Maguire. Kush. This is He'll be on the show. Um, Want to take the final moments here before we send everybody to the NFL kickoff to not be jaded. Do not sit back tonight and take what you're going to watch for granted. We are seeing tonight a 44-year-old individual set foot on the turf where he won the Super Bowl last year. First time anybody ever won a Super Bowl on their own stadium's turf. We'd never seen it before. And I know Rams fans hope we see it again. Chargers fans hope we see it again this year. But Tom Brady will be a 44-year-old quarterback watching the banner raised in his home stadium, which is also the stadium where he won the Super Bowl just several months before. And it's his seventh title defense, but first in a place not named New England where he left hoping to achieve success and doing it in his first year. We will never, ever see this again. What we're seeing tonight is one of one, a unicorn, an absolute unprecedented confluence of events and it is setting the bar so high that it's difficult to comprehend we all grew up most of us on the rich eyes and show audience side of things most of you grew up thinking four was the pinnacle four and if anybody ever surpassed the Bradshaw Montana level, it would just be slightly topped, not potentially doubled, which is what Brady will start on a journey to do tonight. It's insane to think about it. And I don't want to sit there and leave you all without warning everybody or giving you a heads up or counseling you to please take heed and don't take it for granted. And, you know, it's something that any sport. And, you know, we just saw Jeter go into the Hall of Fame. You're going to see people go into the Hall of Fame with as many championships as Jeter had. We'll see it again. I mean, at some point. This is truly unlike anything we've ever seen. So, sit back, enjoy. I know, TJ, you're hoping to not be the Washington Generals in this globetrotter effort that I'm sort of laying out right now. And the Cowboys are a stout team. And could easily survive the onslaught tonight that usually comes in the first quarter of an opening night for the team that just raised the banner and everyone's hyped and they're telling all the fans to be in the seats like 20 minutes before kickoff because there's going to be something special tonight and I'm sure they're going to trot everybody out. Everybody from the past is going to be part of this thing. It's going to be a huge night and then the smoke will clear and the Cowboys will attempt to 
mount an upset. And we'll get caught in that, as well we should. But do not lose sight of the fact that what we're seeing tonight, we've never seen before, and we'll never see again. We'll never see again. Seventh title defense, age 44. And the crazy thing is, it's not like a last leg situation where it's like, man, he should have quit. We're all sitting here thinking, eight is definitely possible. And you're crazy if you think otherwise. That's another part of tonight that I believe is so unprecedented. So enjoy the kickoff tonight, folks. And we'll see you on Friday's edition of The Rich Eisen Show. Back on Peacock in a moment. 